our Old Testament reading from the prophet Isaiah. On this day, the mountain, the Lord of hosts, will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food full of mara, of aged wine well-refined. And he will swallow up on this mountain the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, our epistle reading for this day from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. And he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. And he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is in me. So whether it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 16th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe. And they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen, and he is not here. See the place where they laid him? But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this day from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 
What a blessed day, right? There are voices again in God's house. How wonderful is that? I can't tell you how wonderful it is to hear your hallelujahs and to see your faces this morning and to know that God is risen from the dead, that Jesus is alive, and what great news that is for us this day. You know, there are enough things in this world that can pull us down, that try to pull us apart. There are so many things. And boy, the devil makes use of a lot of those, doesn't he? And he is continually trying to pull his people apart, trying to let them, well, disregard the good news. But God won't let the devil have the last word. You know, the devil was probably rejoicing in his domain on Good Friday when he saw Jesus die. But God had a surprise. Aha, said God. Yes, I had to startle you a little bit. The devil was probably pretty startled too on that Easter morning. When the tomb opened up and out came Jesus, alive, resurrected, free, and that good news is something for you and for me. Because Jesus didn't do it for himself. He didn't suffer and die and rise again just for himself. But he did it for you and me. And how wonderful that is to know that someone loves us that much. That much to go through all of those things for us. That's why this morning, how wonderful it is to have our praise, to have praises sung to Jesus for all of his work, for his love, which changes our lives so dramatically. You know, those women at the tomb, they were so astonished and full of fear, they didn't know what to think because, well, frankly, who had ever heard of someone coming alive and coming out of the tomb? That was not something the world expects. That's not what you and I would expect. But with God, all things are possible. And God shows us the fullness of that promise right there. That God is able to heal. God is able to restore. God is able to bring to life that which was dead. As I told our folks out at the sunrise service this morning, when I was growing up and I was a young lad, my dad was an avid golfer, and he would golf whenever he could, which in Michigan was about three months out of the year. And as such, you know, one time he decided to take me, and I thought, oh, this is great. I'll learn something new. Although, you know, it was kind of one of those sun things that said, you know, this is what old men do. This is not what I should be doing. But I went. And lo and behold, I was beating my dad at golf. I was so amazed. I mean, here he'd been golfing and going out golfing all this time. And when we got to the end and tallied up everything, I had 152. He only had 90. <laughs> See, I had won. And I thought I was heading to the big leagues. But he did have to share the truth with me that you know, that the low score is the one that wins. And at first, I was in disbelief, right? 
I couldn't believe that that was a game that you'd want to get the lowest score. I mean, because whoever heard of such a thing? Well, whoever heard of someone coming back from the dead either? You see, how wondrous it is that God turns the expectations of the world upside down and makes things right, makes things good for you and I. That's why we can get goosebumps today. That's why we can shout out our hallelujahs because God has won. You think about that? God won. You know, and I thought about this all week long, you know? The father won because his son was obedient and given to sin and made the sacrifice for sin. The son won because the father accepted the sacrifice and rose him from the dead again. And the Holy Spirit won because the Holy Spirit also validated that victory. And so we had three victories, but one win. You see, God won. He wins the day. He's the one who had the perfect score. He's the one who did it all for you and I. He's the one who did all all the work. And so today, let us be humbled by what God has done, but humbled and also exalted at the same time because God did all that out of his love for us. And so his love pushes us up and makes us excited, makes us rejoicing, and makes us an Easter people, you know? How wonderful it is that you and I need not fear the things of this world because God has won. So today, people of God, Easter people that we are, let us rejoice in what God has done and let us send our hallelujahs to God. Praise be to the God who has raised our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. And God won the day and he has won our praise. So today, on all days, let us rejoice. So alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.